Welcome back to another episode of the Reasons Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. And we're continuing our conversation about friendship. Listen, if you missed that last episode, mm. um, I think we really started to get into it, man. Mm. Definitely going to check it so out. so good. Yeah. So really good that we had to do another. Yeah. Say it again, bro. I really enjoyed the conversation and mm. definitely got me thinking um, mm. about friendship because I feel like I've been blessed with very good friendships and mm. even just trying to unpick why are they good, like what makes them good. I think that was really useful. Mm. So, I guess following on from some of the stuff that we spoke about, mm. one of the questions that I wanted to ask was maybe answering a bit more something we started speaking about briefly in the last episode but mm. how do you actually maintain a a brotherhood a friendship as an adult when there are changes and stuff like that in commitments life and all of the rest mm. like how do you how do you maintain good relationships i think i think for me part of what it comes down to is like quite simple or quite basic touch points if that makes sense yeah because there's a big difference between if i haven't seen someone for 10 years there's been no mm. messaging no nothing mm. that's also quite different to oh you know he texted me for my birthday or yeah oh you know i posted something on instagram and he made some kind of engagement like i feel yeah. like we have so many ways that we can have touch points with people yeah that you don't it doesn't have to be really really hard Mm. you know so i've recently been getting a bit more into linkedin right and i have new friends on linkedin who i have never met yeah <laughs> just because i'm making like little funny comments on their stuff and i'm engaging yeah. like in this world that we live in you can get some actually like and we've shared some really like close things already and i've never met this person yeah yeah so yeah those for me those kind of touch points here and there like can you remember roughly when someone's birthday is or when something mm. significant happens and mm. you see it do that thing of reaching out because I think what most people go is, oh, I haven't spoken to him in ages, and, you know. But actually, just make that Instagram comment, make that comment here, make that comment there. So yesterday, yeah, someone who yeah. I haven't spoken to since school, like they launched a business, and I literally just sent them a yeah. message saying congratulations. That was amazing. it. Amazing. He replied back, and then we had a little back and forth. That's it. Like it's not hard, you know. Do you know? I feel like you're really hitting something, bro, because that thing that we do especially in this social media scrolling like kind of age that we're in mm. a lot of the times we see it but just we don't say it. it right just scroll past <laughs> it you don't say nothing you don't we like don't nothing. nothing like you don't do like, nothing like and, and it's, it's the little things as well right because mm. like i think about things like i was speaking with someone recently about birthdays mm. and just how Birthdays are very different the older that you get compared to when you were much younger. And, you know, mm. like there's, again, the whole situation, less commitments, more mm. people will typically show up for whatever you decide to arrange and all of that kind of stuff, depending on who mm. you are. But generally, that's the experience that most of us have. Um, well, I think anyway. <laughs> but in in talking about it, like it just got me thinking about how if you have anything that signals you to know, for mm. example, that it's someone's birthday, mm. how can, how can, and now this is like practicing some of the stuff we were talking about with not just looking to our own interests, um, but looking to the interests of others and counting others as more significant than ourselves, Philippians um, 2. How can I make 
something that is probably not going to cost me much right in order to help that person to experience love being valued and appreciated just in that moment and not just birthdays as well but it's like mm. just ongoingly mm. because i think yeah go, yeah, go ahead there you go because i think that see it and not saying it thing is really a big thing yeah. right see like take for example the guy that you mentioned that just started a business we don't know what he's going through right mm. we don't know if he started mm. this business against all odds and there's not a single person that has given mm. him a word of encouragement and your decision exactly. to say to him go ahead bro exactly. congratulations keep going like you might even know that this is his 10th 11th 12th business after multiple failures and by this point a lot of his cheerleaders might have forsaken him <laughs> do you know mm. what i mean mm. and that one decision that you make to give that mm. person one little message right mm. Not even necessarily a phone call or going to meet up, but even just something as small as a message to say, bro, I see you, keep going. That's amazing. Like, you never know how much of a difference that makes. I think there's two things for me. One thing about what you said is that, you know, if there's something that gives you a reminder, like, bro, we live in that age. And one one of the things I've seen about you guys is you have calendars and you put, like, Tolu and Carla got married on this day. I'm like, like, wow, that's that's an intentional (laughs) thing that you guys When the wedding happens... Yep. it is in the calendar in the bro calendar. <laughs> and bro that's for me personally like it's so awesome that someone has made that attempt to remember and yeah. does the things that they do i think yeah the other thing for me and not to make this like all holy and spooky yeah but <laughs> granted there are algorithms in place yeah i also feel like sometimes things are shown to me for a reason come on you know because there are certain things that you're not just you're scrolling through and it catches your eye catches your attention yeah. and there's something a bit yeah. more to it and yeah. I feel like as Christians as well, like be open to the fact that you might be seeing something on purpose mm. for a reason. Granted, mm, some of this mm. like twerking and stuff, you're not seeing that for a reason, for a purpose. <laughs> you're seeing that because you're looking at things you shouldn't be seeing. And yeah? the algorithm's exposing you. Exactly. Hey! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the things is because actually you're there to encourage that person. Yeah. You are the person that can speak life into whatever is happening because... Yeah. So there are some stats, right? And it says something like 1% of people on LinkedIn are regular content creators. 5% create every, you know, one to three months. And then there's a massive percent of people who will see, never do anything. They will see it, they enjoy it, but they don't like it. They don't comment, they don't do anything. But what you'll find is that someone will talk to you and go, oh yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, and I'm like... How, I, <laughs> I thought no one was seeing my stuff because no one's like I'm it, here no one's cussing out it. the algorithm. I'm praying, yeah. Abba, give me some favor with this algorithm. Like you are supreme and sovereign. Like, can you tweet the algorithm? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it's not even the algorithm. It's actually yeah. just people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. that's the that's the society that we're growing up in is where people just consume and they yeah. don't necessarily interact or engage. And oh, that's actually on. okay. You know, like yeah. if that's their choice, that's okay. But yeah. for me as a person, I need to decide what kind of person do I want to be? Mm, you mm. know, do I want to be someone that engages, encourages, or just consumes? And I think we've spoken about this before in yeah. terms of I need to be creating more than just consuming. And what I love about LinkedIn is that even comments are creating, mm. bro. Mm. Like comments are creating because I'm adding 100%. value, I'm encouraging. Come like, on. It, that's still creating. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I agree with you, like encouraging people. Go, 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 go. And I think even now practicing biblical principles is selfish. Yeah. Right? 
because <sighs> if you if you took the practices that we sometimes do in social media and put them into just like real life situations right mm. someone has just worked hard to bake a cake which you've just ate like 50% of it 70% mm. and you were licking your lips when you were eating it right mm. Mm. and you can't say thank you like you can't say like and, and you know bro I'm saying this as well I, bro I'm getting convicted in this as well because Loki, <laughs> as much of a creator I am like I know that this is actually something that I've been off social media mostly for most of this year mm. but when I was last on social media this was something that I was intentionally yes. trying to break out of yes and I admitted I confessed my sin I don't know if you remember to I remember. yourself I remember yeah, I yeah. said I remember. I'm trying to I'm, tr- I'm not I'm, tr- I'm not trying to be the social media snob yeah I where mean, it's like what you said was you I'm wanna... not being stingy with my likes that's what you yeah, said to me it's as well. like the <laughs> likes the comments because it, yeah. like, the reality is if you take those practices and put them into real life situations mm. what would we think of somebody mm. who who sat there sat at your table waited for you to go and spend hours slaving away cooking up an amazing meal which they like and you've tailor made it according to their preferences and like they want to eat it and just duck out and just throw the plate on the table and just leave it. No interaction, no, no nothing. And, and, and I'm not saying that to put the pressure on us to say that every single piece of content, you need right. to do X, Y, and Z. But right. it's more just kind of creating, I guess, that mindfulness within me, within you, within all of us mm. to think, you know what? People really do put a lot of work into creating a lot of the content which we're consuming. And I guess maybe it's because we don't, if you're a consumer, you don't necessarily see it unless you're a creator, right? Mm. And I think that's why creators tend to have a lot more of an appreciation and maybe even engage a lot more with one another because they know what it they takes. Know. Like, that little 15 second rule that you saw uh, and you thought was, it tickled you and made you laugh on a day that you were having hard. You don't know the hours, <laughs> right? The number yeah. of takes, the amount of yeah. time someone was filming and had to stop filming because the lighting wasn't right or because yeah. there was a moving bus that went past and just ruined the, all. like we don't know everything that goes into it. So it's just trying to be more mindful, I guess, bro. There was, um, I think it's in How to Win Friends and Influence People, I think. Mm. It says, be generous with your praise mm. and either like cautious with your criticism or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like for me, that approach is so key for yeah. social media, for example. Mm. Mm. Right? Is I should be liberal with how mm. often i am saying thank you to people how often i'm commenting yeah keep going so one of my Mm. friends he he made a post and he tagged david goggins yeah really and david goggins replied to him in his dm just saying stay strong bro that's it yeah that made his day week year training went up right bro (laughs) (laughs) bro like yeah just even three words you know yeah that can be so powerful yeah when you don't expect it you know when you're feeling yeah. discouraged that's so mm. you know it's so important so for me i'm trying to think about how can i be more generous with my engagement with my praise with yeah. encouraging people even though it might never benefit me you know mm. Mm. It might never benefit me but it's helped someone come on and i think that is literally practicing the principles that we're supposed to live by according to the yeah. word especially as kingdom yeah. people yeah. right it's it's being selfless yeah. it's being grateful yeah it's <clears throat> excuse me it's also i guess not just looking into your own interests right mm. but looking into the interests of others and prioritizing um others as more important than yourselves in a lot of ways mm. because do you know what really and truly at the root of it right at the root of all of our sometimes snobbery bro is pride 
hundred percent. I'm not going to put my like there. Yeah. What? <laughs> like. <laughs> What the peasant hasn't pleased me enough? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And I and I think what you said about it's not to say that you have to like every single thing and you have yeah, to, yeah. but it's how do you get out of that habit of you've scrolled Instagram for like two hours, you've not really, yeah. you've just consumed, you've not brought yeah. any engagement, you've not opened up any conversation. Like that's it, man. And I think that's what we really need to break is that thing of not bringing something into a friendship mm. because this all started right because we're talking about how do you maintain friendship right yeah and so yeah. for me these are some of the tools that we have to maintain the friendships that we've already got yeah and also to maybe start some new friendships mm. you know because the way that you start is, is exposure but now in a, mm. in a world where we live mostly in our homes and stuff like that a lot of our lives is played out on social media like we're not in the office as much i'm not even on the train as much you mm. know like some of like remember like my friend mark right how i mm. met mark mm. was on the train yeah right but i'm on the train once a week now when i was on three or six do you mm. know what i mean so that's where this is our new playground you know this is the new yeah. commute to work is in the comments yeah. which is yeah wild yeah 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 thought. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real man do you think do you think friendships last forever depends on your definition of forever because if we're talking yeah. about for all of eternity mm. well, that very much depends you know like whether they saved or not saved <laughs> you both end depends. up in the same destination exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's interesting actually is um the rich man and lazarus yeah. right where they're in abraham's bosom it was yeah. almost like they recognized each other from a distance. Mm. You know, they had some kind of conversation. So that was always interesting for me. So in mm. some ways, friendships can last forever, if we put that in quotes. Your friend right? can potentially be in, in another place. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. you can still be your friend and <laughs> rah, rah, rah. You so, might have a hard time linking up and stuff, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. He's not floating on the clouds. So a little bit more difficult. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but joking aside, I think... I think it really depends on how you define forever and how you define friendship. So mm. for me, there are people who, you know, I went to, to primary school with these people and if they reached out to me and I had something within my power to do for them, I would do it because that mm. was my friend. You know, I may not know mm. them now and that kind of thing. So I think, I think it just depends on what you mean by friendship. Mm. Um, mm. And I think we talked a bit about that in the last episode um, and the different levels of friendship. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that even with seasons changing and things like that, there shouldn't be a reason that friendships have to end in a really abrupt nasty way if that makes sense mm, mm, mm. what do you think mm. i do think fr some friendships can end right mm. which is probably going to lead into the next question at some point but like i think it does depend on the nature of the friendship because there are some friendships that i had um before i got saved Mm. which they could not continue mm. after I got saved, mm. right? Especially mm. in the early formative stages of my, my walk with God, because mm. in those times, like I had to make a lot more of a conscious decision on the types of people that I was around, knowing my temptations, knowing my past and knowing the things that I knew could distract me, right? And I had to mm. form new relationships. And so, so there are some, there are some, I do, did I ever have an explicit conversation where I said, yeah, I can't be your friend no more? No, mm. not necessarily. But did I make mm. a decision within myself 
to say, yeah, I can't continue in this friendship. And was there a natural drift? Quite a few of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, many of whom I still haven't spoken to until this day. But then equally, there are some who years later, the relationship, I was at a better place where I could continue the friendship. Um, Interesting. So do you think you ended those other friendships or you paused some, them? Some of them, yeah. Did you say divorce them? No, no, no. Pause them. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I think the ones, the ones that I never picked back up, I would say they were terminated. Because if it's not a case of if I was to see them today, it would be like I would act like I didn't know who they were kind of thing. No, of course, like I would still, you know, engage with them. You know, how you doing? All that kind of stuff. But I think for me, friendship is something that there's a level of, I guess, familiarity. And I guess every friendship has to have a almost like, I'm not trying to formalize it, but it's almost like a a constitution right 100 <laughs> a covenant because, bro that's what yeah it is. it's a cover it's covenant. <laughs> yeah because because like like we were speaking about in the last episode there are some of those relationships and friendships where it's like part of our covenant is that we recognize and know it is okay if we don't check in and see each other for years yeah. for months or yeah. whatever but we mm. always just pick up where we left off and catch up left off and catch up from there like mm. that is okay within that friendship right mm. but then there are some where like i'm describing we were living two very different lives and they were no way interested in pursuing the things i was pursuing neither was i trying to pursue the things they were and so i had to make a conscious decision to end the relationship interesting right and to end the friendships Um, and so so if i was to meet some of those people today Hmm. um i i i wouldn't necessarily describe them as that's a friend of mine because for me mm. to, to for me to describe you as a friend of mine i feel like there has to be i, have to be able I, to I should be able, i should be able to vouch for you right i should yeah. be able to give an answer for you i should have at least some level of an understanding of you as a person and i guess this is why that whole covenant thing that we just spoke about is so important because there are some friendships that i do have where even if we haven't spoken for months or for years like based on the nature of our covenantal relationship and friendship Mm. Mm. (laughs) i can still vouch for you even in the absence of a lot of things right so yeah that's because some of my thoughts on it i think it's interesting because i don't think i've ever really had to end a friendship if that makes Mm. sense but then when i think about you know there were some girls who i might have been friendly with or whatever and then you you get my like you know that that has to end but was that ever really a friendship <laughs> like i don't know do you see what i mean so yeah, i've yeah, never yeah, yeah. i've never had for it i've i'm trying to think have i ever had a friend who was like so obviously going in the opposite direction mm. and i don't think i have because i feel like a lot of my friends and especially because i grew up christian right so i've always had similar values you know mm. i i worked on them in different ways and i was discipled in different ways as i grew up but a lot of my friends, Christian or non-Christian, we still have the same values. Mm. You know, where like, if we're going to my stag do, you know there are certain places we're not going. When you go to their mm. stag do, there's places we're not going. You know, our values mm. are pretty aligned. So mm. I don't think I've ever had to walk away in that same way and say, look, for my salvation and for my faith, I can't be friends yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, had yeah, to have yeah, that yeah. conversation. Um, yeah. But also I was looking up the, the definition of friendship. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I don't actually know, like, how do you define a friend, right? Yeah. 
And it says a state of enduring affection, esteem, intimacy, and trust between two people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. The Oxford definition, a person with whom one has developed a close and informal friend relationship of mutual trust and intimacy. Mm. A close acquaintance. So mm. that element of trust and knowing that I can vouch for you, I'm safe with you, like is yeah. so important. Yeah. So and it's no, two way trust. Two ways. Mm. So if one person doesn't trust the other, are they really friends? <laughs> <laughs> and and I think this is the other thing as well, right? On this whole definition of friendships is that like I would go far back as maybe something like a Facebook because I feel like that's where a lot of things really shifted, right? Yeah. I think it really affected how we define friendship because technically you're yeah. adding someone as a friend, as a friend. right? And, yeah. and I think there's a almost a level of watering down to some degree oh, 100% like yeah. of of how we see and value friendship and I think the danger of that as well is that because of that watering down the the friendships that otherwise would have qualified as friendships before that watering down mm. can potentially suffer as a result right in what way because because think about this yeah if you were somebody who had five friends mm. maybe ten friends mm. right and these were the people that were your like your mates. These were your people, your guys mm. and your maybe girls too, mm. right? No plural relationships. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are a Christian podcast. <laughs> yeah, monogamy. Um, but if 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 I think if there was a scarcity to the number of people that you had as friends, mm. and the number was lower, I mm. I feel like based on the way that friendship probably was seen before social media and the way that the internet has connected the world, like there was a lot more depth that I think would have gone into those relationships, right? Because it's just the general principle of scarcity and mm. like, I guess, abundance, right? Yeah. Like when there is a scarcity to anything, mm. it has a higher value mm. and we treat it with higher regard. If there is only a certain amount of water in the land, like mm. don't, what was it? Mm before i had a garden when they did this hose pipe band which i was thinking about the other day right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bruh, like the devil think about covid bro mm. right toilet roll toilet roll. all of a Weights. sudden became something that was ex- wait bro i was looking at some of the things in my house here which i know i bought during the <laughs> pandemic and yeah. i was talking about how they inflated the prices the screens oh. that i'm using now right yeah bought during the pandemic i remember how hard it was to find computer screens bro and how inflated the prices were and you right? were in a computer repair shop as well you were in the inside you could have had bro access, like <laughs> and it's still expensive but it's like it's that scarcity thing scarcity. and i think that mm. with the way that the internet there's so many benefits as well as like cons as well oh yeah the internet and the yeah, connectivity yeah. and all of that kind of stuff it's but one of the dangers that i think comes out of it is that with mm. that almost abundance or that watering down of what Mm. friendship is perceived as Mm. it means that when you are scrolling through those Mm. 10 friends that maybe one did a celebration of their birthday another one did you might just flick past it Mm. right or pay a lot less attention and not just in the social media world but even in terms of how much of an effort we might make to go out of our way to actually celebrate them right yeah i think it's so true because it it definitely reduces the value that we place and the mm. uh, 
the depth of friendship because it's almost like we're, mm. we're swapping quality for quantity. We're saying, you know, now mm. instead of having 10 really, really deep friendships, I'll have a thousand mm. surface level friendships. And I think yeah, that's yeah. really the switch is ease of access to everything has made mm. everything less valuable, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's very much up to us how we choose to use the tools that we've been given. Like I can use, mm. so when I think about, you know, some of the people that I studied abroad with or different things like that, or my friends that live in other countries, I can use technology, mm. the internet to deepen my friendship with them in a way that 20 years ago mm. I could have never done. Like that FaceTime thing with your friend, you couldn't have done that 20 years yeah. ago. Like <laughs> you couldn't, you'd, you'd have had to either be at your computer on Skype or something like that, yeah. or yeah. you're not talking yeah. to them. MSN. Yeah. <laughs> You know? It's true. So, yeah. It's so true. Hmm. No, for real. For real. And I guess a natural question that follows is when a friendship ends, Mm. what are some practical steps that you can think of that might help someone going through something like that wow i think it very much depends on how and why it ends is what i would say because if it ends just because you know people move away or you know it's just not feasible that's very different from someone's betrayed your trust or something really bad has happened yeah yeah Um, but i think either way it's really going to be about how do you heal from whatever's happened how do you process what's happened mm. um, and finding other mm. friends to actually like talk about it with and go through like the process almost of like grieving of the friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my agree, thought. Bro. What's your thought as someone who's actually had friendships that have ended? Yeah, man. Some even after Christ in the church. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I think another episode <laughs> next episode listen that one might be a season in itself um <laughs> <laughs> even though we don't even do podcast seasons here <laughs> not yet anyway <laughs> I think um I think where possible mm. if a friendship is ending if you haven't had the chance to have a conversation I think a conversation can be very helpful mm. right because i think it's one of those ones where and again you have to judge it by your situation circumstances as to whether it's appropriate and all the rest um, and even doable but i have found that when i think about okay there's an ex- there's a particular example that comes to mind for me now mm. where a friendship did end and this is even post-christ um so um within christendom a christian brother relationship and in that situation i remember that there was a conversation that we had which was basically like the final conversation we spoke for hours and i think as a result of that conversation if there was any opportunity for the relationship or friendship to be salvaged it was taken right and on top of that i think we could both walk away from that conversation and and be clear in knowing that where everybody stands and hopefully it not be an awkward thing for us to ever cross paths and see each other somewhere so it's not like it's gang wars and like he's mm. on, from the opposite side did like you initiate like that conversation 
I did. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? I did. Um, um, well, I think <laughs> there's way too much. You might narrow down which situation it was. <laughs> um, you know the situation offline. <laughs> but um, okay. I, I think the best way I would put it is there was there was a fence which I had caused to the person. Mm. I had the conversation with them to um, <clears throat> to I think own up for the things that I did which could have caused for them to feel how they felt mm. and to also try and bring clarity to show mm. why maybe it wasn't how it seemed mm. um, and in terms of how I had that conversation it was just as simple as we, we met up and um, and yeah we just spoke <laughs> um <laughs> And I Sometimes guess you just at the time, the ideal thing would have been, and, and I think this is it. Is like I don't think there's no like straightforward way to prepare for it, but it's just literally like we met up, we spoke, we had a conversation, mm. everyone shared mm. what they had to share, mm. um, and <laughs> by the end of it, we ended up parting ways. Mm. But I think the reason why that conversation was important is because it helped to give everybody an opportunity mm. to mm. choose to understand mm. or not, right? Mm. I definitely understood a lot more about his perspective and view from that conversation. And I'd like to hope that he understood some things from mine as well, right? But we're not friends no more. So, <laughs> so yeah, and, I would say okay. having a and conversation okay. where possible. Yeah, like it's, it is okay. So I think have a conversation where possible and, you know, do the best that you can to, to use the new relationships. Don't let it block you from thinking that now every other relationship is going to be like the last one because it ended how it ended. Like, still mm. leave with hope and know that not everybody that you meet after that is going to be like the next, the last, sorry. So, yeah. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.